0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Lynn Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad
1: two thirty five on the six thirty Chad afternoon news. It's Lynn and Andrew checking the big red binder.
0: <laughs> See what's in here. Uh, with regard to and uh, then we'll move on uh, the bad service story from Vancouver. Somebody said we should always let management know. I always let management know through TripAdvisor. I do uh, a review of every restaurant I go to anywhere in the world and I've done that already over the weekend.
1: (laughs) We have found places that we like to go to and then we stick with them.
0: Yeah, us as well. I just wanted to try some different stuff because Carol was with me.
1: Yeah, Cordero's right down in Cole Harbor. Neat little joint.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Uh, That Meat City, I think it was was called. It's incredible. Meat Company? I think it might be just Meat City. It's on Davie. It's just down from Burrard, but to look at it, I mean, Carol wanted to try it, and my take on it was we 're going to die if we eat here. I mean it just it looks like a hole in the wall canteen mm-hmm. um, you know a little fridge with that 's where you 're going to get your drink from The counter looks like a frat house at a university or something there 's a guy who looks like a dock worker behind there they didn 't have two of the items on the menu. And we were just... I was sort of at the point of, let's just go somewhere we trust or whatever. And Carol was like, no, 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 experiment. It was the best beef dip uh, I've ever had in my life. Good job. Yeah, really good. And and they really... The service was really good. Like, you got this guy, like I say, who looks like he just finished his shift loading trucks and now he's making <laughs> beef dips. Uh, but he, we sat outside and he came out and asked us how the meal was. And he was good?
1: He got a really,
0: tip? Really, he was... Good. Oh, he got a big tip. He was great.
1: Woo! <laughs> lots of texts coming in this afternoon from Vagerville. We were in Red Deer last night to celebrate our granddaughter's ninth birthday and experienced the worst service ever. Huh. The food was good, but the waitress really ignored us. The birthday girl never got to wear the moose hat and the manager was no help. The waitress made sure... we. We paid the bill before she called her manager, and then the manager told us it was too bad, and because we'd paid, she couldn't make any adjustment. Huh. <laughs> yeah. uh, West Coast versus Midwest versus East Coast. California West Coast mentality: trendy and cool. Love Midwesterners down and to earth and cheery. Easterners are cranky. Of course, there are good everywhere, and these are generalizations mm-hmm. as well. We all have preconceptions and perceptions. Nice to have contrast to know what you like and what you don't like. Oh yeah, to to see what you don't like to find out what you like. Cheers, that's from Graham. Isn't <laughs> that the truth though? Yep, that is uh, the absolute truth. My husband loves going to Victoria. Yeah. Victoria, kind of, you know, there was, you know, there's some nice parts yeah. to it, but I find it fairly boring. There's not a lot going on in
0: Victoria, it's honestly. No, it's very older, quiet and right? older. Well, they say newlyweds and nearly deads. Yeah. That's Victoria. And, and right?
1: I, we've got great memories there because that's yeah. where we were engaged. Um, and we've done some nice excursions out of there, whale watching and that sort of stuff. Um, but I suspect that there's a lot of folks that maybe have been through Edmonton as well who, sure. who would say the exact same thing or. You know, they either love it or hate it.
0: Do you know what is a funny thing about Vancouver as well? That they don't seem to, and I've talked at length about their bike lanes mm-hmm. and how well they work there. Um, But I really noticed while the bike lanes work well in Vancouver traffic does not they Vancouver doesn't seem to know how to move people and that's right from the moment you land at the Vancouver airport and it just seems so spread out and you have to do a lot of walking to get to your gate and and to the point where you get downtown and it's just gridlock
1: downtown just yeah, traffic and honking horns. A lot and of one ways and all that sort yeah. of stuff. I've actually found getting around in Vancouver not too bad. I mean, you can take but this shuttle. you're not shuttle. driving
0: yourself. I'm though, not driving. Right? I'm, I'm
1: hiring a cab to yep. do it and, and doing it that way. And, and those guys know what they're doing. They've got the shuttle service from the airport uh, right downtown. They've got that Cetus, whatever the train mm-hmm. yep. is there. But again, everyone is Public
0: has... transport, very good. They've obviously, and maybe this is the future of Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is what Edmonton will look like in 20 years. You can rent bikes downtown for example and just drop them at another location. You can take the transport, the hop on, the hop off, there's lo- the skytrain. There's lots of ways to get around if you don't have a car, but it seems like and there's a lot of cabs downtown, never a problem finding mm-hmm. a cab. but it seems like all of those things um, have not eliminated the traffic problem. There's still tons of cars. You sit like a parking lot downtown for most of the afternoon. At night it clears up, of course when everybody's gone. Yeah,
1: at night it's pretty quiet, actually. Yeah. You know, when all the business people leave.
0: Yeah, all you hear all night long are sirens uh, from the hospital next door. I think it's St. Paul Hospital. <laughs> all night long.
1: Uh, on the show today, we have, check this out, another set of curios uh, Cirque du Soleil tickets to give away. We have K-Day's RAD passes, because K-Day's coming up very, very soon. So mm. these are a uh, pair of ride all-day passes to K-Day's. And... Queen and Amber La- Adam Lambert tickets at Rogers Place oh, on July 4th. So nice. next week, or yeah, the beginning of July, Queen is playing at, uh, at Rogers. At Rogers. Yeah, at Rogers. Yeah. And so we have tickets to give away for that. It's going to be a great show. It's going to go okay. to that
0: one. Good stuff.
1: A uh, couple of odd ones. and Every year it seems we hear stories uh, like this. Oftentimes it's accident, not intentional. But this one out of Texas, and this it just gets bizarre and bizarre as, as, as she keeps opening her mouth. Um, this woman, 24-year-old woman, told police that she left her 2-year-old daughter and 16-month-old son in a hot car um, to teach the girl a lesson. And that they didn't lock themselves in, as she initially reported. So she changed the story all the way uh, along. Um, She initially had told investigators uh, that the the children were playing on a back porch. She said when they noticed they were no longer there, she went looking for them and found them a half hour later locked in the car. Mm -hmm. The children uh, died. Okay, let's put the the temperatures had reached into the mid-90s.
0: Doesn't take long.
1: No, and uh, her account kept changing, though, until she finally told police that she left the kids in the car intentionally. She told investigators that she found the kids playing in the car, and when the two-year-old refused to get out, she shut the door to teach her a lesson, thinking her daughter could get herself and her brother out of the vehicle when ready. Well, guess what she does then? Not keep an eye on the kids for a couple of minutes. She went inside the house, smoked some marijuana, took a nap for two to three hours, and then woke up, went out to check on the kids. And that is when she found them unresponsive, broke the car window to support her initial claim that the kids had locked themselves in, mm-hmm. the children were pronounced dead about a half hour after the police were notified.
0: So she took action to cover her crime,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which, you know, I don't know how that plays into the legal system, in that particular jurisdiction, but clearly she knew she had committed a crime or done something horribly, horribly wrong. Her first thought, can you imagine... Uh, clearly not a candidate for parent of the year. Her thir- first thought was not, what have I done? Or is there any hope of getting them help? Or is there any way? Her first thought was, I need to cover up cover what I've tracks. done. Because, I'm, you know, I've, I've killed my children. Yeah. You know, there, we say it all the time. First of all. It's that time of year again. Actually, it, you know what, folks? It's always that time of year. It doesn't matter if it's really cold or really hot or really anything. You can't leave a living creature in a car. The temperatures drop or rise so quickly you'd be shocked, and as was this mother, I suppose, mm-hmm. at how fast you can kill a living thing by leaving it in a, a locked car. But this, this goes beyond... And, and, you know, like you said, she lied about it. Of course, she panicked. She lied about it. She tried to cover her tracks. It's all unfolded now. All that's left to be determined is what the charge is. And my question is, what should the charge be? There's an impraved indifference type charge, which means you just didn't care what happened to an individual and it caused their death. There's, um, you know, a homicide charge or, a, um, you know, an accidental death type charge or... I. I, I,
1: she she intentionally left those kids in the car. Yeah. Intentionally. To teach them a lesson. A two-year-old and a 16-month-old. Eight, yeah, 16. A two-year-old and a 16-month-old. First off, why is a two-year-old and a 16-month-old left alone in a car to begin with? Well, why are Lock they left? Lock it up. Uh, get out there. Why, why are they left
0: unsupervised outdoors at all? At all. 16-month-old. Six. Yeah. And by the way, was it the two month? Wait, was it a two month old that wouldn't get out of the, the car? The two year old. Two year old. Okay, yeah. So okay. your two
1: year old won't get out of the car. What yeah. do you do at that point? You go grab the two year old and get her out of the car him out of the car.
0: Yeah. You don't. It, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just. Well then, I'm gonna go inside and I'm gonna smoke some right. pot and have a nap. Yeah. Not even gonna smoke the pot and look at the kids and check on the kids. I'm gonna smoke some pot and uh, have a nap.
0: It's funny too. I mean, funny, sad. Obviously, there's nothing funny about this story. That her defense is, once the truth came out, that she wanted to teach them a lesson. So she's a teacher. She's, (laughs) you know know what I mean? Like, so I'm, I'm teaching you um, how to parent. I'm teaching you how to conduct your life because I'm inside smoking dope. When I have two kids I'm supposed to be looking after that are mine that I obviously don't care about. I'll be interested to see what charges are are laid. I have no, obviously no sympathy for this mother whatsoever. And certainly there are those stories um, where parents accidentally, Mm -hmm. they just make a mistake. But she didn't accidentally do anything. No, she deliberately did it. Right. So I would push for a homicide charge. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I would too.
0: Her actions caused their death, and she was a...
1: Her deliberate actions. Right,
0: exactly. It wasn't an accident, it wasn't a mistake or an oversight. She deliberately placed them in danger, and the end result was they lost their lives. Mm-hmm. It should be two counts of homicide. I mean, obviously not premeditated, although you can oh, make well, an there, argument for that. Oh, well, there be some that would say, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for it to get murder one, you have to have intended to kill them. So she probably didn't intend or plan to kill them. Involuntary? But she, right, involuntary, Second degree? Yeah, manslaughter, whatever. whatever. it is
1: in the States? shakes my. I just shake my head, and, and and you know, you think of all these folks out there that want to have kids, mm-hmm. that can not have kids, that would be amazing parents to kids, yep. and then you see something like this.
0: And no previous history, no uh, complaints, no. no visits from social nothing, services. Nothing that we've
1: heard anyway. Right. Uh, police, the authorities aren't discussing yeah. anything right now.
0: Yeah, at this point in time, this seems to be an isolated incident, so she went all the way to the extreme her first time
1: couple of your texts coming in on this one from Camrose. How does a two-year-old get in a car? They don't. I think she put the man. And someone else mm. saying, you know what? Honestly, it sounds like she wanted it to happen and was just trying to cover it up entirely. I highly doubt the teaching you a lesson story. Mm. Who was supervising the mother?
0: Yeah, no kidding. I was saying, what should the charge be? One of our texters suggested, probably quite correctly, criminal negligence causing death and obstruction of justice. Mm-hmm. That, that both uh, Both of those seem appropriate. It, it's always sad when you hear these stories, right? As you say, so many people who want to have children yeah. that would be great parents.
1: Well, and this was just a, another one um, that wanted to... Because people were questioning about whether or not uh, this woman should have been um, charged with, with child yeah. abuse or not. So it was a story out of Florida. And um, police... Well, I'll tell you the story first. So she put... Uh, this woman, this mother, put an 8-inch red rat snake... A red rat snake mm-hmm. inside a container and was holding it up to her uh, young daughter. So she posted all of this on social <laughs> media. And the video shows the woman's daughter, cur- you know, reaching for the snake. When the snake then just lunges at the kid and bites the girl, uh, the mother is laughing as the baby cries. She told police she was surprised. She laughed because she was surprised. She was surprised by the snake biting her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, they investigated, police investigated. The incident was dropped because there was not enough evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she abused her daughter. hmm They say the state must prove that the defendant intentionally inflicted physical or mental injury upon a child, or did an intentional act that could be reasonably be expected to cause physical or mental injury to a child. <laughs> Excuse me, in her Well, defense, we believe the actions yeah. were inappropriate and there was probable cause that was shown in the video was child abuse, we recognize that there is a higher standard for actual prosecution in such a case.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, her uh, part of her defense or explanation, I should say, was the fact that she grew up around these kind of reptiles. She
1: wanted to teach them a lesson. She wanted to
0: teach a lesson again. Um, and it's just funny to think, uh, funny again, funny odd, not haha. That when you're a new parent, you go above and beyond trying to protect your child, child-proofing the home, mm-hmm. covering outlets, making sure pot handles don't stick out where a toddler can grab them and, and, and have hot liquid thrown upon them. You, you do everything, you, you put gates up at, at the top of stairs, you do everything you can to protect them until you're able to teach them how to protect themselves. That's the other part mm-hmm. of the component. The idea, and and I'm even willing to reach and buy the explanation that the laugh, because I know sometimes people emotionally act...
1: It's a different... Everyone reacts differently to different circumstances. Sure.
0: I mean, I I laugh my butt off when I'm getting my back waxed. Mm -hmm. I'm certainly not finding it funny or I'm not happy. It's just whatever, an emotional reaction. But you have to ask yourself, how did you see that turning out well? If the lesson was that snakes can bite you, the only way that... That lesson makes sense is if the snake bites mm-hmm. her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Otherwise, she would be teaching the child that the snake doesn't bite. So it had to be that she wanted the snake to bite the child. Because there is no lesson otherwise. So it makes no her explanation makes no sense. And again, I don't know how much of a light you want to shine on legal systems, but where you have put the laughter aside. It's it just makes it worse, but it 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 is explainable. You took something that can harm your child and handed it to your child and it harmed your child what more evidence and you filmed it and And posted 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 it on social media how much more evidence do you need?
1: What, what she she obviously didn't think any of this through, and obviously did not see the seriousness of this, um, you know, from from the get go. But then to post it on social media, well, you think that this oh, how many likes am I going to get on this? What did you think people were going to do or say about this?
0: I really worry. For the future of our planet, sometime. <laughs> My brother's
1: favorite line. He just, he will see something, he says, oh, poor Canada. Yeah. Or, or whatever. You exactly. Know, like, oh.
0: Because you think that it, it's like the fellow who got arrested in Calgary for upskirt pictures or whatever, but he was putting it out on the internet. He had never dawned on him that at some point police might investigate something like that. This woman harmed her own child and put it up on the internet. It It feels like we're quickly becoming these two separate lives that we lead the life we actually lead and the one that we put up on the internet mm-hmm. for approval and validation and likes and retweets and shares where that becomes more important than the safety of your own child You're
1: doing the right thing
0: yeah or or for that matter your own safety you you harmed your child filmed it and posted it for what To what end? Were you trying to teach anyone else a lesson? Was the motivation that, well, I hope other parents see this and realize that snakes bite?
1: Don't put a snake in a jar and hand it (laughs) to your two-year-old.
0: You could only have done that because you thought people would find it funny or like Mm -hmm. it or it might go viral without thinking about the consequences, first of all, of what that snake might do to your child, but then secondly, what law enforcement might do to you. It's, It's like people think the Internet is this other planet where you can do whatever you want on the internet and there's no repercussions and regrettably when something like this happens and there is no charge there is no repercussions
1: yeah and it allows people or makes them think that it's okay to continue yeah. doing something like this or hey well she didn't get in trouble for it so I'm not going to
0: yeah and you know how many times have we talked about anonymous textures posters twitter uh, tweeters who, again, they, they would never say things like this to your face, but they'll easily and, and mm-hmm. readily put it up on the Internet. It really does feel like we've, we've lost the connection between what the Internet is and what we are, and there, it, there really are these two worlds now. And, and you would think that you live in a world, honestly, some days if you go on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, you would think you live in this world full of stupid, hateful... Ignorant. Ignorant, racist, homophobe. You name it. Right. It, so. And yet, you never seem to meet them face to face. You There's no one in this building that I think falls in that category, but I bet if we searched, we'd find some Facebook post somewhere where we'd go, that's questionable. It's like people... Even your own friends your own family
1: well i i had to make a comment to my cousin the other day really on facebook for something that she posted and i was like really cuz like really and yeah, you've gone through the same thing i you know have. with with family members I uh, as well as so, whoa and even innocent had a little blowback in your
0: chair exactly even innocent things like maddie so many years ago at a sleepover mm. and they the girls all had a pillow fight and put it up they're all in their pajamas having a having the best time ever they're doing what you do at a sleepover but they posted it and man i was on the phone to her so fast like delete that take it down now told and said whoever else in that group has posted take it down immediately but i mean we're talking about then a seven or eight year old Right? This is an adult.
1: I had a conversation on the weekend with someone who had put something up on, uh, on um, I don't know, if it was Snapchat or something like that. And uh, I had said, you, sh- you need to take this down, mm-hmm. take it down right away. He's like, Oh, I didn't notice. I didn't notice something that had happened. Mm. And I said, How did you not notice that? How do you not notice it? It was pretty blatant, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. And then I said, if, if you don't notice that, what else are you missing?
0: Absolutely. And you know, the funny thing is, with the internet and with all these social media platforms, you actually have greater distribution. So back in the day, before we had the internet, Mm -hmm. you know, there would be an individual down in accounting that was rumored to be a bit of an ass. Mm -hmm. But these days, he can actually get worldwide (laughs) attention for it. So you'd think people would be more cognizant of their... Public profile and what they say publicly, because a guy in India can be reading it within seconds. Somebody in Australia can share it within moments. So you'd think people would be far more careful, but they're the absolute opposite.
1: They're reckless. Well, and it goes back to: is it just because they want that rush of the like? I think so. It's a dopamine, and they say it's mm-hmm. a dopamine rush, a dopamine drop that makes you feel good, makes you feel validated, makes you feel liked, or whatever. Yeah. It, that's more important, but it becomes an addiction, too. Yeah. And I don't know if you can say that in how many cases, actually, but, yeah, that whole feel-good, ooh, look it, someone liked it.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, that includes, by the way, posting things about other people without their permission, specifically pictures. And I'm not angry about this, but somebody in the audience in Vancouver took a whole lot of pictures of me and posted them on, I think, Instagram. Yeah. and But they were complimentary in terms of having a great time. This guy's very mm-hmm. funny. But, again... I would have rejected two or three of those pictures. You know what I mean? Like bad angle, yeah, yeah. didn't really like how I looked in them. Some of them were great. But again, nobody's thinking what th- this person thinks. They just want to get those pictures up there.
1: Coming up to the 3 o'clock news, Eileen Bell has the very latest news headlines. Stick around. More to come on the 630 Chad Afternoon News.
0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.